0: This is the Dance Preneuring Studio podcast session number 190. It's never too late to be great. Five, six, seven, eight. Hello there, and welcome to session number 190 of the Dance Preneuring Studio podcast. I'm Annette Bone, and the Dance Preneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. I get the joy and the privilege of sharing my journey back into the dance world after a 20 plus year hiatus. The lessons I've learned, the transformation I've experienced, and the wonderful creatives I've met along the way who also share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. I'm beyond excited to share this wonderful, enjoyable, inspirational conversation I had with the amazing, incredible Marjorie Goodson. Oh my goodness, she just inspires me so much. I cannot wait to share this with you. But before we get into that, I know I'm, I'm being very cryptic. I'm not even giving you any details about it. But wait till you listen to the conversation. She is incredible. So anyway, uh, before that, I would like to invite you to my homepage, AnnetteBone.com and go to a little bit to the middle. There's a white section where you can get my free audio resource on overcoming overwhelm, confusion and disappointment. You will find it very helpful. I can guarantee that. So I would love to hear from you and get to know you better. Let's get into this fantastic conversation that I had with Marjorie Goodson, dancer, artist author of the dance book oh my goodness this beautiful delicious dance book mg and soon to be coming uh, mg2 oh my goodness i cannot wait i will be linking all of her information in the show notes at annettebone.com forward slash 190 we talk about mindset we talk about our similar journeys of getting back into dance and things that she's had to overcome oh my goodness (laughs) i am just so excited. Can you tell with this conversation? And I think you I, I think I know you're going to enjoy this. She's amazing. Wow. And the saying it's never too late to be great. I say that all the time it's my tagline for my podcast. It's my tagline for when I have my bios in different places for other podcast interviews I've done for speaking bios, you name it, it's never too late to be great. And Marjorie Goodson is yet another incredible example that it's never too late to be great going back to dance in her 40s. The woman is now in her mid 50s and killing it. So Without further ado, let's get into my fantastic conversation with the Marjorie Goodson. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Hi, this is Marjorie Goodson. I'm a dancer and the creator of the book MG, a dance orthography book, and the upcoming book MG2 coming to you soon in 2019. I've just been on the most fabulous show, the Dancepreneuring Studio with Annette Bone. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation.
0: Wow, I don't even know where to start with the questions and comments and just this admiration I have immediately already for my guest here, Marjorie Goodson. And uh, Marjorie, oh my goodness, thank you so much (laughs) for coming on the show. How are you?
1: Thank you, Annette. I'm great. It's great to be on the show, and I'm just excited to talk about dance and, and what that means. and let's get going. Yeah, let's
0: get going. Yeah. Oh my gosh, there's so I could I could extend this for hours and hours. But I know we're <laughs> limited on time because of oh your, my gosh, you too. know, your vast experience and your insight and perspectives. And um, I Thank recently you. watched Yes, I really I recently watched an interview that you you know, you've been all over media and you have this wonderful piece of art out this book of photographs that are just delicious. Oh, my goodness. Thank and you. I love I, that word, by the way, it is delicious. And I can't wait to get my own <laughs> copy. <laughs> like you just
1: want I, I love words like that where you can oh, sort of bite into them literally.
0: Yes, yes. And we're definitely going to talk about that because I know you're very much into words and, and uh one word that I that I'll mention here in, in a little bit you're gonna be like, oh yeah, yeah, I talked about that. So um this Interview that you did that I absolutely loved with Barry Kubrick and people can find it. I will link it in the show notes, and I resonated with so much of what you said. Before we started recording, I told you a little bit about me returning to dance after 20 years um, in my 40s, and you're in your 50s and you're in the best shape of your life. You have this amazing mindset and perspective toward dance and life, and and um, there's a saying I heard. I don't know who said it, but it's it's been my mantra for the last couple of years, and that state of mind not date of birth. And I figured you'd be one of those people oh, that like would that. yeah, I loved it. I'm like who said that? I still don't know who said oh, that. Oh, I love that. It's so and I I so believe that because that's what I'm experiencing. So you had said something about being a better dancer now in your 50s because of all your experience, your mindset. Have you mm-hmm. had to handle criticism in terms of getting, you know, this whole age thing. It's a very interesting thing, interesting thing especially living in the Los Angeles area. At least for me, I'm like, you know, there's this kind of, there's this acceptance, but then there isn't. And in the, especially in the commercial right. dance world and that kind of thing, what would you say about that?
1: Well, you know, I'm not in the commercial dance world, so I don't know um, about that per se. I've not really directly experienced that because the last time I was performing, I was, I was young. I was in my twenties. I went out on a few auditions. And so um, what I've done, obviously, r- doing this book and creating this book has been something, my own journey, and I've been the boss of it. So I, I really have been sort of sheltered from that experience. But I, I think as a whole, and not just in California, um, but, but everywhere, the sense of being older and particularly in dance, because it is a, a physical art, um, that it's over at a certain age. And of course it is more difficult. I mean, there's no question about it. I went back to ballet when I was in my late forties and I did go back on point and my body did tell me, uh, no, 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 no. Like I did have a, uh, another injury cause I was, um, I'd already had a, an injury from a meniscus tear. And so, you know, there are limitations when it comes to that, but I think the greater limitations more than our bodies. Are our minds and it's how we limit ourselves that we, we put these restrictions on ourselves that say, I can't, I'm, I'm at this age and I can't and I, I need to do this and I should do that and these, these incredibly inappropriate and outdated boxes that we, we, we put ourselves in and, and it really serves us no purpose and I think in creating this book, which was a way for me to rediscover my art it opened up this box for me, and it opened up my art and my passion to a point where I had no idea what was lying on the other side of that. I mean, for me, it was just, oh, I'm gonna do some art, and hopefully I don't you know, fail terribly, because I really felt that I needed to do this um, as an older woman, and my daughter was going off to college. It was more of a way to, in the beginning, distract myself having no idea where this was leading. I mean, I really look back now and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is it's like the the iceberg and, you know, you see the tip of it, but you have no idea what's below it and then the water starts to drain out and you go, "Oh my gosh, this is really quite something." And so, I feel very honored that I've been able to create this and and sort of live this message that it's not over when you're 50 or even when you're 40 um, and going back and living your passion and you can do it better at a certain age sometimes and, or at least challenge yourself and make it different. I know as a dancer, I I come at it with a much more sophisticated approach. I'm not just about technique and that might just be simply because my technique, you know, I can't whack my head as my, my, my leg over my head as high as I could when I was younger So naturally, I have to resort to other tactics like, you know, the stories that I tell, the intention as a a dancer. And actually, I, I like my dancing better now and I'm stronger now.
0: Yes, you know, I, I, I saw your videos that you, formed, uh, that you filmed at Dance Line. Oh, they were good. The former, uh, your neighborhood studio now is called oh, Dance Line, yes. right? <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank Ooh, you. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, how, did thank you you. Pick, how did you pick those dancers? Are those dancers you normally work with? Or did you audition those dancers that are dancing with you?
1: Well, what I did was I worked with my choreographer, a uh, wonderful, amazing man named Adam Parson. And he has his own company called Commonality. And so he'd worked with a lot of dancers and, and was very familiar with their style. And of course, um, I knew some people. And so we sort of put together this wonderful grouping of dancers and, uh, you know, it just, it just clicked. And I think each time you do something, um, you, you know, you, you, you pick different dancers for, for different purposes.
0: Yes, for sure. And um, did you find that work? So you had not worked with these particular dancers before. Was it just for these videos that you were working together? No, and- no.
1: Yeah, I mean I've I've worked um yeah, I've never worked with them up until the, those those videos and then I've used some of the the girls before um in different in different videos.
0: Ah, okay. So, yeah. I really enjoyed watching them. I'm like, "Oh, oh man, gosh, thank oh you. <laughs> it was so thank good." Thank you. Thank
1: you. And you know, my style of dancing is very different than of course what they're doing now and it's so funny cuz I just got back into, or not just got back into, I just started doing hip hop, which is pretty funny coming from a ballet, very stylized jazz background, you know, sort of, I was sort of, you know, inundated with that fossy style and mm-hmm. pointing of the feet. And now of course, you know, they, they wear the, the heavier tennis shoes and it's really, it's just a different style and it's amazing, but it's, it's definitely like starting over for me, but I love it. I love is. it. I it, love is. it.
0: Oh yeah, I love it too. That urban style is very the musicality is different. It's the way that they approach. It's 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 probably one of the hardest styles for me. The urban, the new urban,
1: yeah. But that's where it's sort of going right now, and I feel like you know I never am going to be able to shake out that ballet in me. I mean, it's already a part of who I am. And I I said, it's funny, if I don't point my feet, I almost don't even know what I'm doing. I'm like, where (laughs) where am I? My feet are going, wait, hold on. What, mom, what's happening here? Why aren't we able to point? You know, so, because I wear the old school jazz shoe and I really get to, my feet were always sort of my signature. And now, of course, it's a totally different, you know, with the waist and the body and the pumping. And like you said, that urban sort of tribal, you know, throwing and thrashing and head whipping. And I'm like, Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a whole nother level.
0: Well, I'm glad that you mentioned that that you are getting into that style, because um, I find I've had to in just in in my journey, that's still ongoing and that and I, I totally resonated with what you said, like, Yes, we're older, but I feel like I'm just starting again. Like it's it's really interesting to have that mindset of wow, everything is new, but it's not, you know. And yeah. um, you have LA is that
1: your focus?
0: No, I'm. You know, I like. It's hard for me to pick a style I like, but I do hip hop and contemporary and some other fusion styles. I love dance hall. I love modern. I love right. you know. I love all of it, and um, it's hard for me to. But um, I think it's important to to fight to be in all of that if you're really like I I'm very much in the learning mode and training mode where I just I just want to soak it all up because I gave it up for so long sure. so you know I really appreciate the whole process of everything even when it's frustrating and I'm like how come I'm not getting this you know like especially uh, in the urban it's like I uh, I know what they're doing and why is it like not translating well in my body
1: I know and I'm like why why is everyone else getting it than me? I'm like, <laughs> what is wrong? I'm like, Oh my god, come on, brain cells, you got this mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'll go back into my car and I can feel like the tears starting up. <laughs> you know, like what's wrong with me? You know, but then I go back in again. It's just like, you know, it's a language and you have you have to allow your body to learn it and it's not even just the step, but it's that style underneath how you say how you say the step. Yes. How you you know, Put the step out there. I mean, it's a whole different approach. And, um, so it's, it's definitely, I'm, it's funny we're on the same page there with that coming oh, yes. back. It's, you know, and, and, uh, it's like really for me, dance has changed so much over the years and has become so much more physically demanding. I mean, the the body shapes that these girls do and what they ask of themselves, I'm like, oh my gosh. I mean, it is unreal, but beautiful to watch.
0: It is. It is. And I find myself going back and forth between, I really appreciate a good classical, technical, beautiful lines and and having, you know, seeing that that technique just blossom. And some people obviously have, you know, a more... I don't want to say ideal, but, you know, they have the facility for it. Like, you know, like your feet are beautiful. I have to say you, you do have beautiful feet. So, you know, when I saw your feet, I'm like, oh my gosh, her feet. And then, uh... (laughs) (laughs) I <laughs> think that
1: nobody, nobody needs anymore. You know, I'm laughing because it's just like, oh, my God. But so, thank, you. Yeah, thank you. And
0: then there's that balance of I love abstract, asymmetrical dancing that is very intentional, that may not be technically perfect, but I feel the passion. And I, that's what sure. I want. You know what I mean? Yes. And yes. so I go back and forth between, between both of them. And I don't think that's a bad thing because I appreciate no. so many different things about dance. And I you know everybody I've learned being older now that my journey is different from someone else's and that's okay I don't have to you know my dancing doesn't have to look like someone else's I don't have to have the same reasons for doing it and it doesn't make them or me or anyone else less or more valuable because my journey is different so it's it goes deeper for me in terms of you know going back to something I love so much but also okay what can I you know how much more can I grow for myself and so I'm finding I'm wondering and I'm curious about this for you being in class and being uh back in um dance classes and stuff is that for me, I cannot take classes with with people that are near my age or older than me. And and, and I I almost hesitate to say that, but not necessarily the age. It could be any age that it's, um, they'll say, oh, I can't do that. Or you know, I, I don't know if I can do that or, you know, that defeatist mindset before even trying or I'm too right. old, you know, and I was in one class where the teacher was saying, well, you know, we're older now, so we can't don't turn too much. And I'm thinking I'm turning. I'm it's not I'm doing right. I've been doing this. Don't tell me what I can and can't. I don't. And right. I understand that they're trying to do the injury prevention thing. But for me, I have to be around people that are pushing me. I don't, how did, right. How is that for you?
1: No, absolutely. And I, a hundred percent. And I I think that while I appreciate where she was heading with that, I think there's a better way to say it, which is like, we're all in a different level or whatever feels good for you, or don't, don't put yourself in a place where don't, I don't like the word can't. Mm -hmm. That's just, you know, you might be at a, might have to take a step back or you're you're relearning or just start with one turn and sort of see where you are we're all at different levels and don't compare yourself to someone else we're in class we're learning be kind to yourself be generous and and what I also call the, the 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 past mind where someone like you or someone like me who comes back to class and we remember well you know, God, when I was in my twenties, I was really doing, you know, it's like, well, you're not, but you're back in class. And that is the most important. And you have to allow to, to get back in and allow the body its opportunity to learn again. The body wants to be resilient. The body wants to learn. I mean, the body is am- amazing. Yes. I mean, I've seen people, these yogis that are, you know, they've got the leg up around the head and it just, you just have to be kind and gentle. And again, like I said, I think our mind is, it's far more dangerous than kicking our leg too high. I think that's the danger. Yes. Not doing the, not doing the double turn before you're ready. Okay. You might fall on your ass, but so you'll get up, you know, but it's our mind and what we you know, how we, we keep ourselves down sometimes and what we say to ourselves. And, and I'm the, 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 um, I would call myself the spokesmodel of that in a way where I've done that very much a lot of my life. And that's why I never really became a professional dancer because I was that girl who never felt ready, never felt good enough, didn't have the self-esteem. And, um, you know, I got to a, a point in my life where when I turned 50, and that switch turned on and it was like, okay, Goodson, you know, tick tock, you know, you're, you're not a child anymore. Are you going to jump into your life now? Mm. Are you going to jump into your art? When are you going to do this? When are you going to give yourself the opportunity and get in your own corner? Um, and sometimes I don't think we're in our own corner. Oh,
0: I loved so how you said out. that. Yeah. You know, yeah. we miss out. Mm -hmm. We miss
1: out. And then I, and I really did. I sort of jumped, you know, I'd always say live for the now, but I was really sort of jumping into the future, sort of imagining really down the road going, you know, I don't, you know, will I be happy in 20 years if I don't do something now? And the answer was no. I'm like, I need to grab what I call my, you know, fear and my self doubt and say, all right, come on, guys. Here we go. Let's march on down this road and let's get going here. So, you know, those things with the teacher, like we're older now, we can't, oh, I just I just don't like it. I don't think it's a, a good message.
0: No, I don't think it's a good message at all either. And um, I, gosh, I so relate to what you said, because I felt the same way where I thought, okay, I, I was away from dance for so long, and, and I regretted things, and we all have our regrets. And I thought, you know, I, I just, I can't have any more regrets. I have to go for it. I'm not ready. I'm scared. And... <laughs> But, you know, you, you even talked about this on your interview about, you know, motivation and people waiting for the perfect time to start or restart. And there is no perfect time. And you had said it beautifully. There's no, there's not going to be a right time to start something. You just yeah. have to do it. You just have, to like what you said, you just have to do it. And so mm-hmm. I also yeah. really appreciated, oh my gosh, I really loved how you talked about for the first time with the book and the process and what's happened with that and seeing your work and feeling complete and whole as an artist, because you gave yourself the opportunity, you gave yourself a chance, and you were acknowledging yourself that, you know what, I am an artist, I am someone that is creative and does this thing, does, you know, what you did, and I thought that was so important, because it all starts on the inside anyway, like what you're saying, it's, there's some, there's a, there's a battle that's even more important than like you said, getting your leg up over your head, and you know, the yes. whole mindset thing. And I found that to be true for my, my own journey is that I had so much internal work to overcome more than, and that's what's translated to helping me in dance. And I do yoga. So that's it, all, all that has worked together. So I really, really appreciated you talking about those things about and acknowledging. And I thought, yeah, that girl is an artist. Of course she is. Oh my gosh, look at her work,
1: you know? Oh my gosh. Well, it's very empowering, and and like you said, it starts out, you know, everyone might start out for a certain thing, but I think the the goal, at least the goal for me, was in the doing, and sort of when you start, and you start doing things, and there's all these, for me, there was fear and anxiety, and am I going to be good enough, and will Mm -hmm. this book be accepted, and of course, the book was originally just going to be one book. It was going to be, for me, it was just could I even put my toe in the water of, of being an artist? I was so afraid and fearful. And I would be like, Oh, I can't, I, I," you know, I, you know, and I'd stop myself and, you know, finally I said, I'm doing it. And then when, of course I, I met a very good friend of mine, well Torsten Witt who does the makeup, you know, and he's done La La Land and he's, Mm. he's done so many things, the girl with the dragon tattoo and he's just incredibly, He's an incredible visionary, and he said, look, I think I know what you're going for because I told him, you know, this is what I was looking for, and I wanted to be edgy, but I wasn't trying to recapture my youth, and that was a big fear for me, that I didn't want people to think, like, honey, you know, (laughs) come on now, you're 50. Let's not go back. You know, I didn't want to be a young – I wasn't looking to put a tutu on and do my version of Swan Lake. It was like I wanted to be who I was right then, which was, at the time, 51, And then he introduced me to this amazing photographer who I've now been working with um, up until my second book is Andrea Ratatouille. And she's this amazingly strong, visionary, you know, photographer from Romania. And she, I think, as a strong woman, also gets it. She sort of photographs with that inner power and strength and sensuality that I love and I crave and I wanted to convey because it just was not going to be, I wasn't a gymnast. Like I said, the leg over the head, the bendy back, like I'm not bendy, but I'm soulful and I'm edgy and I've, you know, I've struggled and I wanted to convey, you know, this sense of power and this sense of, of, you know, just being an artist for the first time. And she captured that. And it was, you know, of course, a thousand bazillion pictures later. But, you know, here we, here we are. And I had no idea. And I think that for me, when you get to the other side of that, and of course, I always say the fear doesn't ever stop. The confidence, uh, you know, you get some, you lose some. It's not like you have it and it's there and you walk around with this big, Thing on your shoulders, and now you're you're impervious to fear. It, it doesn't work like that. It's with each new step comes trepidation, and but you but it's in the choice. And my choice is to to walk forward, and I didn't do that before. My choice now is I walk forward in the rain, in the fear, in the you know all of it.
0: Yes, yes, that's very obvious. And I love that you talked about uh, the intention behind the photos, because I certainly felt that seeing the pictures I saw. And I really appreciated that you said it wasn't about trying to recapture youth. And and I I didn't get that from you at all. Even before you said that, I thought she's not trying. She's just being herself. She's expressing her passion and expressing her love of dance and what dance is for her and the way that it is in her body and stuff. And I thought, no, she's working it the way that that is authentic to her so you know. <laughs> I that's I, so funny. Yeah, I didn't get that at, I didn't feel that at all cuz you know with cer- certain people you do feel like they're that and maybe that is their and that's fine if that's their intention if of trying to whatever regain their youth or try to go back, you know, that kind of thing. But but I I did appreciate that you did clarify that, but I didn't I personally didn't didn't think that it was needed because I thought it was pretty obvious. So
1: <laughs> thank you, yeah, thank so, you, yeah. and I and I'm and I'm glad that it was obvious because I really wanted it to to be that way, you mm-hmm. know. And yeah. um, I mean, the photos felt very true, and mm-hmm. and um, so I tend to I tend to go towards a I don't like to say darker, but but a little more cerebral, a little more, you know, on that edgy. Unhappy side. <laughs> you know, maybe just because that's my life. That's sort of where I found my strength is through my dissatisfaction and through, you know, some unhappy times. And, um, not that my life hasn't been wonderful, but, but that's sort of where I, I have found my growth to come from. Mm-hmm. And that's why I always feel like don't, don't wait until you're just like the perfect. There is no such thing. If you just do it and trust a little bit in the system, and in the doing and find your passion to look back now I'm like, oh my gosh. I you know, and of course there was no way of knowing, you know, what was gonna happen. And of course now so and here we are. And so many people have been so um excited about the book and sort of me and being older and, and representing sort of this older generation of women that it's like yeah, yeah we can. <laughs> yeah, yes. We can.
0: Yes, definitely. Yes. It's not. It's definitely age, and and it's funny because I I talked to someone in class. I forgot where it was, but she was a little. She was older than me, and I said, "Well, age is just number." She's like, "No, it's." She goes, "It is a number," and she was like arguing with me. Like she was in class with me, and she was telling me, "You know, I want to dance with this hip hop artist, and even though I'm older, I want to be that girl up there." And I'm like, "Okay, you can you can do it. Go for it, then. But don't say something that's contradicting that. You know what I mean?" So it's it's really interesting. Do you get people that are Willing to do what you've done, overcoming things, or do you get people like, "Oh, I can't do that because that's me," and I'm, I'm whatever. Do you what what kind of questions do you get?
1: That is, I'm, I'm sort of trying to think about that. Yeah, I think it's, um, yeah, it's about what do you. I'm trying to sort of think what I get. I think people are more rather than the question; they're more about sort of the statement of just how do you. Yeah, I guess they'll ask like, "How do you do it?" And mm. what you know, I think they want to know what is my, how can I do this? Like, how am I able to stay in shape, or what is my philosophy and what's my recipe? And you know, in in doing that, you sort of, like they yes. just want to know what, how did you get to this, and can and can what I did, can they do that? Is really you know, does it translate? Will it translate? To them, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just like we always, you know, how do how do you do this, and what what do you what have you discovered? You know, and and I guess the answer is there's no shortcut. You know, no, there is none. (laughs) Always, and I wish that I could say, God, here, here's a pill, because if there was, I'd be taking it. You know, I'd be not only taking it, I'd be supplying it and trying to own the company because they're really. Isn't and I think again, it's just baby steps and getting you know day by day and and um, get just getting into it and giving yourself permission to do whatever it is that you want to do, whether it's dancing or if it's art or if it's going back to school or whatever it is, but to to sort of try to take this choppy chop mindset of the 20s and the 30s and the 40s. And, and yes, there is a physical difference. And I'm not going to pretend that you know my body hurts less than it did when I was in my 20s. I mean, no, I didn't have pain when I was in my 20s. And yes, I have pain now, but does that stop me? No, I have to take better care of myself. You have to be realistic. But again, that doesn't mean that you don't get to, to jump into the ring.
0: Right It doesn't yes.
1: mean you don't get to play in the sandbox. Yes. Yes. You do it your way. And I think, again, what you get back from it is more than just about the classroom, more about than just taking the class and the, the physical steps. Or if you do painting, the painting, it's that self sense of empowerment, that sense of I was so afraid, but I did it anyway. And that is like magic. That would be the only part of this that I would say is the magic. Because there is no magic, like magic wand that you can do. You really have to put in the work. But what you get back from it, I think is magical.
0: It is. I love that word magical. And it's priceless, the internal growth that happens in the process. But you have to put yourself in that process as painful or as ugly or as unrewarding as it seems. Because I know people that they want the end result, but they don't want to put the work in. Or they think that, you know, you know, it's this cook, this, um microwave mentality, which our society, unfortunately, not everybody, but you know what I mean, it's like, sure. they want to know what the the quickest way and there are shortcuts and hacks to different things. But everybody's journey is different. And sometimes you got to go, there's there might be some areas that you have to work a little harder at than others, but that doesn't discount, right. you know, the process. And um, but I, I totally hear what you're saying. And I love how you were talking about, you, you know, we don't have to compartmentalize like 20s, 30s, 40s, and that kind of thing. It's all, you know, the intention behind it, the process, the perseverance, the the willingness to work through that fear. So I loved right. that you talked about that. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so
1: good. Well, you know, it's it's really such a catch-22 about, because the very thing that makes you want to do something, painting, again, dancing, whatever it is, is this excitement. You get Mm -hmm. this, like, rise, this, I want to. That's what gets you off the couch. The problem there, to begin it, there's this sort of backstepping actuality, and once that happens, you are then in learning mode, and you have to have acceptance that now it's not going to be this fantasy. Mm -hmm. The fantasy Mm -hmm. sort of got you into it, but now you got to put the work in, and it's like just doesn't feel as good. And that's why people, I think, jump off the bandwagon so much. It's like, if you can just understand that dynamic, you know what I'm saying? And then just sort of stay with it and go, okay, I'm in the classroom now. And I mean, the other day I was in in class and I literally, I, I was I was like, "Marjorie, do not walk out. Do not walk out. Do not walk out. Do not walk <laughs> out. Oh my gosh, out. that do sounds like out. me. I mean, do not walk out. Do not walk out. Do not be disrespectful to the teacher." And I was like, because the teacher he was a a sub teacher, and so I was expecting another teacher. And of course, his style was beyond the beyond of the beyond. I mean, I didn't even know what I was like taking Russian, and I mean, even when he was trying to show it, I was like, "There's no way." I've ever even seen this kind of body. It was almost like pop locking kind mm, of a situation. Mm-hmm. And I was laughing at one point because I was like, "There's just this would mean like months of private lessons just to get to say one sentence. And of course he was doing, you know, 14 counts of eight and there was everybody in there getting it. And I literally stood over on the side and I thought, okay, I'm not going to dance it because I can't dance it, but I'm going to watch and I'm going to get what I can get. And I'm Mm going to appreciate the art here that that's happening in front of me. I don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater, but I can tell you that that kind of thinking, probably I would not have been able to do that had I not gone through what I've been going through. And all of this sort of has led me to more tolerance, more acceptance, more patience, more I mean the tears are still there and, and all of that, but um again, it's in the doing and I keep going back to just getting into the grind of it and knowing that it's not going to be perfect and it's is frustrating. And that can be a good thing. Like I like to play those games with myself, like, all right, here we are, we're in the ring, you know, you're up against the ropes. It's like, oh, yeah, really? You know, and then you get to swing one and, and, and kind of I call fighting the ghosts a little bit. You know, it's it's a yes. challenge. And it's and it really, um, at the end of the day feels feels really good because we're on this planet. Let's make the best of it.
0: Amen to that. Oh my gosh. You know? I, I I was I mean, picturing myself Yeah, exactly. I was picturing myself as you were talking about this because there have been a number of classes like like what you're saying, I'm like, okay, I just I wanna leave. This is <laughs> This is frustrating me. And like, there was one class where I was so angry. I mean, I could physically feel the anger, not because of the choreography. I was just going through stuff and I thought, okay, I'm going to use this emotion to put, I'm going to use it for energy. I'm going to stick this out. And I, but before, like you said, I would have just, I would have walked out or I would have found some kind of excuse to, to, to step out of that. And, and those were where some of my regrets came from because I didn't give myself permission. I didn't give myself a chance to, 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 right for that but now being older and learning and going through things it's it's different so that that part I do appreciate so um, I have three questions to uh, end off our conversation which I definitely don't want to (laughs) I will try to be brief. I'm so sorry. It's like I'm rattling on here. My no, it's not. The, oh my okay. gosh, Marjorie, seriously. I mean, I could, <laughs> I'm telling you, oh my gosh, you have so many amazing things to say and you're just awesome. Thank you. So I'm Thank you. I'm so excited to see what you're going to say or hear what you're going to say about this. I call this the dancepreneuring quick step. So question number one, yes. dan- dance style you haven't tried but would like to and why?
1: Dance style I haven't tried. Well, I, I think we just mentioned it is the um, hip hop. But even further, I would say tap. Ah uh, I've never done tap in all my life and I've always wanted to. I think it's a great way to learn about rhythm and again mm-hmm. that's another style. And so that would be my, my next thing, tap. Ah, okay.
0: Who is your favorite dancer or choreographer and why?
1: Well, currently I have what I call like a huge dance crush on this young choreographer called Jacob Jonas. Oh, I know who he is. <laughs> oh, my God. I am obsessed. And um, actually, I wanted him to be in my book, but I think he was like, yeah, whatever, sweetheart. But, <laughs> you know, he's like, yeah, I know what I can do for you. But uh, no, But he really is uh, so amazing and actually very, very gracious and was wonderful. And I've seen him several times. And, and he's just, you know, I, I, I just, I love him. You know, I just, I love his... Style. I follow him on Instagram and, and I just, his passion and he's, he's also taken so much, so many different styles. This mm. is sort of what I know about him in theater dance and, 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 acrobatic stuff. And so, so I would say Jacob Jonas is my, my new dance crush. Ah, okay. Good choice. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a, I yes. meant just purely, yeah, he's yes. terrific.
0: And the last question, dance style that currently describes your day and why?
1: So that currently describes my day. Yeah. How are you
0: feeling right now? If you were to classify your day right now as a dance style, what would it be and why?
1: My dance style would be like jazz, definitely like jazz, theatrical, that like sort of fossy, but kind of mixed with a little hip hop. I'm a little combo plate.
0: Mm, nice.
1: I'm definitely a combo plate. And then, of course, when I get in my car, you know, all bets are off because I am just a wild woman. <laughs> I mean, I start, I mean, I really forget de- texting and driving. How about dancing and driving? Mm. I mean, I am thrashing. I'm holding onto the, like the door and the steering wheel. And I'm like whipping my head around and something will come on. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I like to get that, that heavy drop beat. You know, that's kind of how, you know, maybe I'm more, maybe I'm more towards the hip hop. Maybe Ooh. that's why I'm t- maybe that's where I'm taking it now because I'm kind of that's where my my energy is right now. Maybe more ah, towards the hip hop.
0: Hip hop. Yeah, I'm going to change
1: my answer, Alex. For two hundred, I'm changing my answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh! Well,
0: this has been such a pleasure and an honor to have you, Marjorie. I'm so oh, thankful to have this man. conversation.
1: Thank you so much. It's been so great, and you are so wonderful. You make it so easy. I, I don't even feel like. uh, This is an interview. It's just
0: like a fun conversation. Oh, yay. That's exactly what I want. So um, if you guys want to find out more about Marjorie, which I highly recommend you check out her videos and her book, and I'm going to link all of her information in the show notes, go to MarjorieGoodson.com. Thank you again, Marjorie. It's been so awesome to have you.
1: Thank you, Annette.
0: Thank you so much for joining me on this session. Remember that you are valuable, your dreams are important, and it's never too late to be great.
1: Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by AnnetteBone.com and Dancepreneuring.com, all rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.